0: boy Jones. Yo, this is Sprague. Yo, it's your it's your Yo this your boy B. Peace, this your boy Sidebrook. Yo, this
1: is your boy Tony the Van. You already know who I'm rocking with. You're You're tuning in. And then you're listening to my guy. 88 coops man. Podcast and about Nathan. You're listening Nathan. to the podcast about Nathan with my bro. 88. My nigga, 88 coops The podcast about Nathan. The podcast about Nathan. And the podcast about Nathan. So stay locked. Yo, it's your boy 88, man. You listening to my shit? The podcast about That's Nathan. About, about, about.
0: Yeah. This one right here goes to my most loyal, loyal, loyal ones. You for me and me for you. We see things
1: alike. We live alike in truth. That was a long ass intro. I didn't realize I didn't realize just how long it was until just now. But um that's a dope song. That's a dope song. This uh, Nas Beautiful Life featuring uh, featuring Ray Vaughn. This was off of uh, uh, The Lost Tapes 2, which actually came out last Friday. Um, I'm not going to spend too long on this This album It's, it's, it's cool You know it's, it's, The problem with Nas has always been His beat selection For me Well in general Everybody knows his beat picking is pretty bad And he had such a star He's had such a star-studded production lineup You know Beat Rock Static Selector, The Alchemist uh, RZA like it's a, he, and then it's like you listen to the songs and it's like you, know, you pick this like nah as a matter of fact them niggas made this yeah because that shit is that shit is terrible but it's it's a, it's, a, it's a it's a solid project you know he's rapping his ass off it's like it's like three or four songs that stand out to me this being one of them um I forgot what the other ones were called I only listened to it maybe like one and a half times. No Bad Energy Is another one That's the intro I believe the other one Is Queens Queensbridge Politics And Shit Okay I guess it's three But All in all It's a solid project Man This song is in the background This shit is six minutes long So it's gonna be going For a little bit While I'm talking But I do like the beat Matter of fact The reason why I like the beat well, not the not the sole reason I like to be, but this, um, he uses the same sample that Nipsey used on um, Keys to the City. Keys to the City came out what, 2010. Nine years later, you can see the same sta- the same sample is being used, not because of Nipsey, but I'm just saying like that's why this stood out to me the most because it's like damn, you know niggas use the same sample but they use them differently. You get what I'm saying? So they use the same sample, so that automatically made me reference like, oh shoot, Nipsey used this. And I like the keys to the city beat. You get know what I'm saying, so um, yeah. Nas, the Lost Tapes too, when I came out last Friday. But it's the podcast about Nathan, episode 64. We're making progress, man. We're making progress. Uh, it's been a beautiful summer, beautiful summer, summer. we still in July. It's been a beautiful week. It's been some beautiful, uh, some beautiful weather. Matter of fact. It has not been beautiful weather. I take that all back because of those uh, heat that heat wave over the weekend. That heat, that heat wave over the weekend was something serious. You get what I'm saying? Like that was a uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I believe. That was something different. No, it might have just been Saturday and Sunday. No, it might have been Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think it was that. Like that shit was lethal Like for real You know Saturday I was going to work And I was sweating Missiles Missiles I'm talking about when you bald it's different It's not see, you, see The thing about that's one of the few bad things that, well, that might be the only bad thing about being bald Is When you're sweating Even if you're sweating a little bit It's gonna come down you can feel it Because there's nothing there to hold it To stop it from falling So I walk with a rag You know, I, I, Well I did that when I had hair too You get what I'm saying And My by the time I Because it takes me about an hour ten minutes to get to work By the time I got to work My rag was soaked already So it was pretty much useful, useless at that, at that moment You get what I'm saying It wasn't soaked like you could wring it out And shit, sweat falls out of it Not, not like that but it was soaked to the point where I wipe my face And I'm just spreading sweat around That's all I'm doing It's not soaking the sweat And it was so hot that day, man Like like I said, when you bald it, it, It's like you're sweating times a thousand Because once it's on your head And it starts running down And even though you keep wiping the sweat That's running down It's going to keep coming down until you Until your body cools itself down it's gonna keep coming until your body cools itself down. Like there's no stopping it until you can until you stop moving and you relax. Even when you wear a hat, my hats, my hats, the inside be soaked because of my because I'm bald. You get what I'm saying? And it's like it's 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 a it's a curse. I like I don't mind being bald, but that sweating shit it's it's a curse, man. Because like I said, it, it, I, I I remember when I was younger and I used to see Kevin Garnett play ball. And I'm like yo this nigga has sweat And I used to think it was just for dramatic effect But he used to have sweat dripping off his nose And dripping down his chin And I'm like how the hell do you do How does that I never sweated like that But I ain't sweat like that until I became bald Now I Cause he was bald Now I get it I'm like damn Now I get it That shit is crazy It just It literally just leaves streaks that Like you're crying from your your forehead (laughs) That's what it looks like Like you're crying from your forehead and it just drips down your face until it's, like, dripping like a faucet off your chin. That shit is crazy. Nonetheless, the heat wave Saturday and Sunday, those were serious. The weather was in the late 90s, but the weather app was saying it felt like 110, 111, 112. I'm like, man, this is wicked right now, man. You know, that was crazy. But um, it might have been Saturday, Sunday, Monday, actually. might have been Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Because Tuesday was day, I believe it rained, and it was really, it was colder that day. But I appreciated it, because we needed that. We needed that shift of weather. We needed that. We needed to go from that extreme heat to something really cool. Because it wasn't, it wasn't cool, it was like cool, cool, like 60, it was like 50 degree weather cool. No, it was like 60 degree weather cool. <laughs> and then yesterday, it kind of warmed back up, but it was still cool. So I appreciated these last two days, I really did I like I like that. I like that a lot, you know. Today, right now, it's, what, 82? So, it's it's going it, to, it's obviously, it went back to the cool, like the regular heat. Let's say that, the regular heat. You know what I'm saying? So, hopefully, we could just maintain that temperature for the rest of the summer. Maintain that coolness for the rest of the summer. And make it do what it do. Anyways, I don't have much, to, I don't have, I, I, I say that shit every week, but I really don't have much to talk about this time. I really don't. Um, Unless I stretch shit out, but I'm not gonna do that So let's get right into it Chance the Rapper has announced that his debut album uh, The Big Day is dropping... Oh, that's dropping tomorrow, actually Wow, what are the odds? It's dropping tomorrow He announced that shit last week Yeah, because it was after my last podcast So it was announced last week that he's finally dropping his album Me, myself, I'm not a Chance the Rapper fan myself he just his music is not for me it's not that he can't rap or nothing it's like his his he's a corn to me and like certain it's certain i'm not a fan of okay then i'm about to mix two things up i'm gonna get into what i'm about what i was about to say though but not right now i'm not a fan of like the whole choir type of rap like or type of beats and soulful kind of beats in rap. I'm, I'm combining this shit. Not soulful. I'm not a fan of like. I'm not a fan of like that instrumental rap, but like super duper instrumental rap. You get what I'm saying? Instrument be like Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack is not for me. You get what I'm saying? He be rapping and singing, and he be having drums and. But I'm I'm talking about like real drums, not like studio drums. Real guitar, not like studio guitar. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's not what I mean. I'm not like Kendrick's last, not Kendrick, not this last. I'm the, the album before the last Kendrick album, the the jazzy one. That wasn't for me at first. It wasn't for me at first. I ain't gonna lie to you. But then I got into it after like three years, maybe four years. I finally got into it. But um, yeah. And Chance the Rapper has that style. Like he has that style of. I'm going to rap and sing and yell over these choirs and these gospel sounding beats. And it's not for me. The only song till I date till this day that I know from him is the song with two chains and um, Wayne. You don't want no problems, big fella. I forgot how I forgot what that song is even called. That's how Like, and that was a big song. That was a really big song that year. That might have been what 2016. I forgot what's that song called you don't want no problems big fan that's how it started, and then chains and wayne and them um, they all come in and uh, yeah that's the song going you don't want no problems you no problems with me that song you no problem i guess it's called no problems you know that's the only song i can name by him i can't even give you i don't even have an idea of the rest of this man's time i'm talking about the titles because when i listen to his projects it's like yeah i don't remember those song titles because those songs are not for me those are not for me at all so like i said his shit come out tomorrow. I'ma check him out. You know, I'ma see if it's different. Cause I still gotta listen to it. I still gotta come on here and give you my assessment. But I'm I'm not, like I said, I'm not the I'm not the biggest I'm not I'm not a Chancellor Rapper fan, period. Like, at all. That's not my that's not my style of rap. It's not my style of rap. Plus, like, he's just a corn. Like that's He's one of those dudes, to me, that are corny. You know, it's not personal. He's corny. Logic is corny. Joyner Lucas is corny. Nicki Minaj is corny. J. Cole is corny, but not to the, not to their extent. But them three, Eminem is corny. He's super corny. So Eminem, Joyner Lucas, what's his dude? Who I just named? Chance the Rapper, um, Logic. Those dudes are, like, really corny to me. And Eminem. Those dudes are really corny to me, like and Russ, they're they're all corny, 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 when you hear them speak, okay, Eminem's corny because of how he raps, he's for sure, Nicki Minaj is corny because of her personality, Russ is corny because of his personality, Chance the Rapper is corny because of, shit, he's just a corn, like, he's a corn, I don't know how to even explain it for him, he's just overall corn because of everything, that's my personal opinion, you get what I'm saying, like, I know your niggas going to tell me, you know, niggas tell you a bunch of baloney. But those people are corny to me. But a lot of the concern, like, Joyner Lucas is corny. He's corny. Like, those type of, those, those shit, Those they're, they're corny. You get what I'm saying? Like, they do cheesy, che- they're cheesy. That's what it is. They do cheesy shit, and it's very cheesy. Except for Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj doesn't, that's, that's, blah. blah doesn't so much do cheesy shit, but she's like her personality makes her corny and the way she goes about things and how the things she tweets and she's a corn because of that stuff. But the other, th- the rest of them, well, Eminem is corny because his rap. The rest of them, they do cheesy, corny shit. That's why it's like, nah, I'm cool. So nonetheless, Chance the Rapper, the big day that comes out tomorrow. Rick Ross finally announced port of miami 2 that comes out august 9th which is next friday it's just two it's two fridays from now two fridays from now and we finally get to uh he actually announced it last week he released some promo some video promo where he's like fully clothed in a tub and and it's work he's like getting baptized or something and i didn't quite understand I didn't quite understand the uh, symbolism. Well, I understand the baptism, but then I didn't understand like the symbolism to the album. That's what I mean. The symbolism to the album. And it was just like, what? You get what I'm saying? He's like narrating his own video. And it's like, oh, can you? I stood in the room by myself and I I heard my heartbeat. I'm like, what? Like, I'm not. I'm not. Me personally, I'm not that deep. You get what I'm saying? I'm not that deep. I don't know what he was talking about. I don't. I'm not into that type of. I'm not that. I guess I'm not in tune with myself like that. I don't know what he was talking about. But I was just trying to understand like how did that correlate to the album itself? You understand what I'm saying? I was like, what? So he finally announced it, August ninth. Singles already came out. Was Green Gucci Suit, Act the Fool, and Big Time, which is, Big Times what I played last. Pod, pod, uh, beginning of last podcast. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh, apparently. Oh, see, I could jump right into it. But, yeah, apparently there's a Maybach 6 on there. Uh, Maybach Music 6. That'll be the sixth installment in his Maybach Music series. He's You know, uh, not all of his albums, but the majority of his albums have had a Maybach Music. The first one was with Jay-Z. The second one was with T-Pain, Kanye, and Lil Wayne. That's probably the most notable one. The third one was a T.I. and Jadakiss. The fourth one was with Neo and L.A. Reid. That might be the trashiest one. And the fifth one was with Dayz That might be the trashiest one, actually. So this one is number six. And apparently, he has Lil Wayne and Pusha T on it. Now, we all know that Lil Wayne and Pusha T have had beef for like 18 years now. Oh, It's been like 17, 17 16 years. Let's say, let's say 16 years they've been beefing subtly for 16 years and i read something that was like i read an article because rick Ross did a um, a private listening party for the album you know what they all you know what they, all these dudes do and it, it came to light that he had lil wayne and push a t on may music six so the person you know people were like how did that come about and he pretty much tried he was like look he was pretty much like, "Look, unless you go, unless y'all gonna kill each other, what y'all beefing about ain't that serious." And I understand that. I understand that. So he he wanted, but the, see, but once he did it, he he pulled the corny move. And I like Rick Ross. Rick Ross is one of my favorite artists. He pulled the corny move, and he sent he said he sent Pusha T the song without telling him who's on it, and he sent Lil Wayne the song without telling him who's on it. And then he put it together himself, you know, and I'm just like, that's corny. That's corny, because if I got beef with somebody, you know, like, this is not, this is not, see, this is music, it's different, it's music. This ain't like, oh, we at work, and you know I got beef with a person, but you're trying to get us in the same room. No, this is like music, this is going to be in on Spotify forever, Apple Music forever on the internet forever so if i got beef with somebody and i wasn't quite ready to squash that beef why am i gonna like have this song go through you get what i'm saying that was that's me but i get what ross is saying when he was like unless y'all gonna kill each other unless y'all gonna die over it what y'all talking about ain't that serious and I get that. I really do. But then it's like, yo, you t- these are two grown men at the end of the day. So if they haven't resolved it over the past 16 years, as you see being pushed and Drake just finished beefing last summer. So it's like it, there was no end in sight. So, why? so now all of a sudden you want to put them two on the same song without telling them. So who knows? You, we, I mean, it's still two weeks till the album drops. So one of them could always pull pull back and be like, "Nah, I'm not doing that," and I won't be surprised. We won't. I, and I won't be surprised if that happens. And then you you heard it here first because I really won't be surprised if that happens. He probably should have waited to say that because if, if if Lil Wayne has shown anything, he's petty. He's petty, and he'll be like, "Nope, I'm not doing that." I don't even remember the last time him and Rick Ross collaborated. Yeah, like, that might have been shit, Mastermind, that was five years ago, no, was it, that was five years ago, on, on that, I forgot what song that was called, that was five, so it's like, they ain't collab in years, you get what I'm saying, so, that was just odd for him, for him to do that type of shit, like, like I said, it's the music business, it might, it might not be street beef, which, you know, it might not be street beef, but music beef is still something, like, Like I said, these songs are going to be on our phones forever, on our iPods forever, in our iTunes forever. Like this is something. This is not like you coming in a room at work and y'all resolving something and it can't get resolved and then y'all just walk out the room. It's done. Nobody remembers it anymore. But then like music is like we're going to be on the same song. Come on, I I don't think he should have did that. I don't think he should have did that at all. He should have probably notified them let them see what they wanted to do first and then pull the trigger. If they say yeah, let's do it, then let's do it. They say no, you see, and you don't do it. Like I don't why do, I don't I don't know. If I was him, I wouldn't have did that. I wouldn't have did that at all because nah. You trying to play mediator for grown ass adults. Pusha T is is Pusha T is 42. Pusha T ain't no young man. Pusha T is 42. Lil Wayne is like 38. Like, these is grown adults, bro. Like, you ain't got to mediate for them. They not children. They not teenagers in some gang war. These is grown adults with millions of dollars at stake. Oh, not at stake, but these are grown adults with millions of dollars in their bank account. These ain't no children. You ain't got to mediate. If they, want, if, they, they, if they don't want to break it down, if they don't want to resolve it, then don't resolve it. We, we ain't talking about no children. We ain't talking about no basketball, high school team beef. These are grown men. Like I said, Pusha T is 42. Most people probably think he's in his twenties in his thirties he's forty two Lil Wayne is pushing forty lil Wayne is about thirty eight thirty nine maybe no i think he's thirty seven i'm gonna say thirty seven like these ain't no kids man you ain't got if they if they don't want to come to a conclusion and be like yo, then they leave it alone like i i I ain't like that shit I really don't like because I know what I know what it's like to be blindsided by bullshit that's the reason why I'm kind of strong on it i I know what it's like to Call somebody and have somebody you're not talking to pick up the phone. Like, wait, what's this? You know, who was the who am I talking to? And they'd be like, "Oh, it's such and such." Like, what? I didn't call to talk to you. I call to talk to the person, the person who owns the phone. You get what I'm saying? Like, I've I've been in that predicament where I've been blindsided. Like, yo, yo, who you got with you? Oh, like you know, you get you. I, it's just I don't want to I don't want to go into it because niggas. I don't wanna go into it. But um Yeah, so I I've been I've been blindsided before where I've you know somebody has we've gone somewhere with somebody I, I, oh I met somebody at a location and then they showed up with a person that I don't talk to and it's like, Come on, why didn't you tell me the person was coming? You get what I'm saying? Like I've been I've been in that predicament, it's like I've had the mind to like just turn around and go back home, but I didn't, cause at the end of the day, I still got to be an adult. So, like I said, these is grown men with millions of dollars, with families. If they don't want to talk about it, should have left it alone. Point blank, period. Cause I won't be surprised if within these two weeks that this album comes out, one of them is gonna pull back and say, "Take me off the song." And if they both go through with it and say, "Keep me on the song," then that's then that's what's up. Then that's what's up. That's dope. But I, I will also won't be surprised if one of them say, "Nigga, take my shit off the verse, take my verse off the song." I send you your money back, or maybe it was for free. But take my name off the, or take my track, take my vo- my vocals off the song. I will want, I will not be surprised if it was Lil Wayne specifically. <laughs> um, Twenty One Savage said that Savage Mode Two is coming. He actually has a project with Metro Boomin too. I forgot what that shit was called but that's supposed to be coming that sequel is supposed to be coming as well. And no, that wasn't Metro. He got something coming with Metro, I can't remember. It'd be too much stuff to keep up with. And I'd be trying to when, I, when I'd be going through my, my when I'd be looking like through my music stuff, like what what news I want to talk about, it'd be like too much stuff to talk about cuz it's like a lot of them is like not major stuff, like album releases and Song ty- songs coming a lot of them be like projects coming and gossip and a bunch of bologna you get what i'm saying so i'll be having to pick and choose when i'll be talking about so i completely forgot to write down um the damn metro booming and i forgot what it was called but anyway savage mode 2 he said it's coming soon that's all he released on that on that topic i'm not the biggest 21 savage fan but he's definitely a he definitely has um He's definitely one of those dudes that, um, when they drop, like, niggas pay attention. So, but yeah. 21 Savage, that's what I used to call him. So, Meek Mill. Yesterday I woke up to, uh, Meek Mill posting on Instagram saying that, um, him and Jay Z have, like, pretty much combined Rock Nation and Dream Chasers. But Dream Chasers, Meek Mill's label, uh, music label, Rock Nation is Jay Z's, and they've combined to make, you know, one label pretty much. Well, you know, I guess they're both. They both will be the, the bosses. I guess I don't really know how that's gonna work. But it says uh, launching a new record label in a joint venture with Jay Z's Rock Nation. Like more details have to be released because they don't. What what we pretty much know is it's, it's a partnership, but it's like two labels. Now, Rock Nation already has a name like Rihanna. Matter of fact, I could look it up. Well, let's look it up. But I know Rihanna's on Rock Nation for sure. Once you got Rihanna, Rihanna's like, if not the number one, the number two star in the world behind Beyonce. So, and like that matters a lot. So, I'm going to tell you right now Rock Nation, current artist, Big Sean, Casanova, DJ Mustard uh i'm gonna name i'm gonna name the notable ones lil uzi meek mill rihanna yep shakira wow i don't know her yeah that's the those are the notable ones so you combine that with dream church i don't really know who's on the dream trees and shit because it's really uh never really it never i don't know just i don't know so anyways, they're combining labels and I don't know if it's a I don't know if it, if the original Rock Nation is going to stay together or this is everything combining with Dream Chasers. I don't know if like the original Rock Nation people are going to stay with Rock Nation and then this the new thing is going to be something separate. I don't know if that, that's, what, that's what I was saying, like more details have to be revealed because I'm not understanding. Okay, right here it says Meek Mill Me- will lead Dream Chasers as president, overseeing a label and its staff. Okay, so he's gonna be the boss. He's gonna be the boss. Agony, the forces earlier, the same neighborhood, going to prison, not music. Yeah, it's pretty much it. It don't, it don't really give you no real information on what exactly is happening. It just tells you it's a joint venture. Federal- a full fledged record label designed to find and develop musical talent, obviously. A ride uh, of Nation to Ink the Deal, which puts him in charge of a rock b ba- a rock backed record label called Dream Chasers Records. The label will work on talent acquisition, creative strategy, and marketing among other operations. Interesting real sheets. Yeah, I don't it doesn't really give you any real Detail on what exactly the partnership is. I mean, I guess it's not supposed to. Or not, let me not say this. Not it doesn't have to. Let me say that. So, but that's that's dope though. That Meek Meek for real is like Meek for real is 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 doing his thing in terms of like he's really making a change and it's beautiful to see, man. It's really beautiful to see. When you see somebody making a change of that caliber, you know we in and not too long ago it was announced that he was a co-owner of lids, which is the hat company I've been in lids maybe once because i'm not a hat- i'm not a hat well i am a hat wearer but i'm not a fitted wearer you know i'm i'm a snap i'm a strap i'm a strap back wearer i'm not a i'm not a fitted wearer and that's pretty much well lids lids is good for fitteds I don't do fitteds but anyways He's really making a change, and it's really dope to see. Like, it's really dope to see, you know? So I salute him. Also, yesterday, he also, like, right after he posted this news about the uh, joint venture, he posted that he's off probation, and his felony charge is out the window. He's been granted a new trial, and all of this shit is beautiful to see, because Meek Mill is one of those guys that you want to see win, because we know he came from the trenches, and he pretty much rose— to be one of the biggest artists in the game You get what I'm saying You know And it's really beautiful to see So he's off probation He's no longer a felon No longer got to check in When he wants to perform out of out of state and all that He's got granted a new trial But I'll tell you it's beautiful to see man For real Because Meek Mill Is one of those dudes like Damn We got a soft spot for you We want to see you win We want to see you succeed Because You know It's it's just dope to see somebody Make it out the trenches man so it's just it's just a great thing to see with with uh, Meek. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, Rolling Loud, New York City, New York City. Why did I close that? That was really stupid. Oh, no, I didn't. So New York City is going to be hosting Rolling Loud in October. <laughs> And it's actually at City Field. City Field is where the Mets play. Where's where the Mets play. That's their stadium. That's their home stadium. October 12th and 13th. Oh shit. October 12th and 13th. Travis Scott's gonna be headlining. Meek Mill, Wu Tang Clan. That's crazy. They got Wu Tang Clan in big letters. It's gonna be a lot of names there. Playboy Cardi, Kodak Black, YG, Gunna, Trippy Red, The Baby, Blue Sheck West, Fat Joe, Fabulous, Wale, Moneybag Yo, Young MA, uh Excuse me. That's the that's like the main that's the main names. I don't really know the rest of these dudes. That's the Saturday lineup, and then Sunday is ASAP Rocky. That's funny. ASAP Rocky, Lil Uzi, Juice World, A Boogie, Young Thug, Tiger, Pusha T, DMX, Action Bronson, Machine Gun Kelly, Magda Stallion. Why is Magda Stallion so low? Wow, that's disrespectful. She mad low on the list. Megan Stallion, Dave East, Mally, Currency, Casanova, Don Q, Cash Doll, Smoke Dizza. Mmm, yeah. I've heard a lot of people say they're going because it's right in our backyard. Actually, I pass. I actually pass City Field every single day to get to work. That's one of the stops on the train is City Field. It's called Mets with uh, Mets Willits Point. Because that's the that's literally the stop to get off to play to go to the stadium. So I might I might check in. I'm not the biggest. Con- I'm not a concert person. I've said that before. I don't do concerts. They're not my thing because they don't play songs that I want to hear. They don't play these songs. I want to hear, so I I don't think I I, I don't know, you know I wouldn't. These there's nobody on here that I would go. I would want to go see except for Meek. Like I I rest of them. I don't I don't want to go. I don't want to see any, any of these other guys. Currency maybe, but Meek is the only person I would go, I would actually go and see. And like once he's done, like I would probably leave because it's like I don't I don't want to hear none of this, the rest of these dudes. That's why I don't, these festivals are weird. I don't have, I don't indulge in them because, like, it's so much people, and it's like, yeah, it's just so much people, and it's, it's, the, it's the artist I want to see. Excuse me. So I might, I might check in. I don't know. Like, I, but I've heard a lot of people, a lot of my people on social media, like Rolling Loud, New York City, Rolling Loud, New York City, and that's dope, man. That's dope for real. But like I said, I'm not a concert goer. I'm not a like if it's a, if it's gonna be a concert I attend, it has to be people they the all, all the people I, I it's all the people that's there have to be people I listen to. Like in order for you, in order for you to get my money, it has to be all people that I, I actually like listening to, Meek. Jada, Ross, Nipsey, stuff like that, my nigga. Like I'm not going to go if it's going to be one person that I like and like f- there's 25 other people that I I don't fuck with. Nah. Like I love Megan Thee Stallion, but it's like I don't I don't recite her songs. So cite her songs are aimed for women. I'm not singing along to Big Old freak. Like, I can't sing the lyrics to that cuz they don't apply to me. <laughs> That's funny. So, it's like... Like, I I can tell you right now. I, like... On this list... I I listen to Travis, Meek, YG... Uh... Wale, Fab... Currency... DMX... Megan Thee Stallion. That's like, what? Eight, nine people out out of a flyer of, like, 49. So... I'm not going there just for just to see them. And then it's all they're all um, they're all um, performing at different times throughout the day. So you got to sit around and nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. I don't do concerts. I don't do festivals. That's just, that's just not my thing. So, I'm, I'm like I said, I, it, it, we still got some months. We still got two months, three months before that shit even shows up. So Mm-mm-mm. the Mets must be playing away. Oh, that's oh, that's the postseason. What am I saying? That's postseason time. Mets ain't making a postseason So It is what it is Last but not least I want to talk about ageism I'm going to give you the by book definition of what ageism is So you have an idea of what I'm talking about Ages, Ageism is the prejudice or discrimination on the grounds of a person's age That's what ageism is That's what the, That's what Google says ageism is The reason I want to talk about this is because the reason I want to talk about this is because it's been too many times throughout my 20s, like, I've, like I'm 29. It's been too many times within these five years I've been 20-something that I've heard that you're a baby, you got a, uh, you're, you're wet behind the ears, you a young buck, you're a young blood, youngin, whatever. Now, when I hear it from 40 and 50 and 60-year-olds, it, it's, that's cool. I get it. Y'all niggas is old. Yeah, I been there. y'all been there. Y'all got grandkids. I get it. But when you hear it from 30-year-olds, that's when I get I, I get really upset. And it's some like certain people know like when it comes to age, when it comes to age, that shit really that shit really grinds my gears a lot. Because when you have people that are 32, 33, 35, 30 uh 31, When you have people those ages telling you that you're a baby and you're what behind the ears, it gets kind of aggravating. And I say that because unless you have 10 years on me. Then you're not that people. Okay, let me say that people in their 30s. See, I'm not speaking. I'm not speaking on one person. I'm speaking on multiple conversations I've had with multiple people that are in their 30s. That feel like they're so fucking old. (coughs) Just the other day. Matter of fact, yesterday. I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast. And he's telling the other dudes. That. I'm gonna give you a quick rundown. They was talking about Blueface. And how Blueface doesn't make music for Joe Budden's generation. And Joe Budden was like. Blueface don't make music for me. I listen to Anita Baker. And the other dude was like, nigga, Anita Baker ain't your generation either. And Anita Baker's the generation before you. Joe Budden was like, I'm old, I'm old. I listen to Anita Baker. And it's like, bro, you're only as old as you think you are. And that now, now I'm off the Joe Budden shit. <laughs> Excuse me. You're only, you're only as old as you think you are. You get what I'm saying? So you're 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 convincing yourself that you're old because you listen to Anita. <laughs> oh my goodness you're convincing yourself that you're old because you listen to anita baker you get what i'm saying like anita baker wasn't even your time i mean anita baker was making music when you were like five six seven you get what i'm saying like you 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 want to distance yourself so much from the younger crowd that you feel like belittling them because you were around for a few things a few more things than they were i had people tell me oh you weren't around when the Internet started. You weren't around for Saturday night, Saturday morning cartoons on a box TV. I've heard uh, encyclopedias. I've heard uh, you what you know about New jack and a bunch of baloney, my nigga. But my thing is, it comes from people who are not even 10 years older than me. So when the Internet first came out, what you were, what, seven, eight? Congratulations. You beat me by seven years because you were playing with a device. You had no clue what you were doing. Congratulations. I've had somebody tell me what you know about doing book reports out of an encyclopedia. There was no computers. Congratulations. But I also grew up with encyclopedia. How? You weren't old enough. Oh, wow. Because it's impossible. it's It's impossible to fathom that I have siblings that came before me. That happen to be used as uh, encyclopedias. That's impossible to fathom. Like that's unheard of. Right? Stupid. And that's why I get annoyed because it's it's, like I said, once again, it's specifically 30 something year olds. That's like they really feel like they're older than everybody. See, you're not going to understand what I'm saying unless you were in your 20s hearing it from 30 year olds or if you're or if if you're going through it right now. So if you're above your 30s, you're not going to get it. Unless it happened to you when you were in your twenties, so this is not going to a lot of you that are that, that listen to this that are in late that are that are in your thirties and in your forties, you're not going to relate to what I'm saying because you're not really unless you went through it. But once again, I keep I've heard I've heard this time after time, year after year. Like I've had somebody that was. 31 call me a baby i'm a baby because you're six years older than me and people like i like i said i forgot who i was talking to but he knows that eight like when you when you bring up that age shit it really grinds my gears it really does because it's like it really does i had somebody at my old job tell it was a r kelly song playing what you know about this youngin what you know huh so when I when I grew up, I, I'm, it wasn't feasible for me to uh, what, to, that, that I, to get an R. Kelly song? That I got an R. Kelly song? That I've heard an R. Kelly song? What you like, 32? Congratulations, you was five when the song dropped. Congratulations. You got motherfuckers who listen to Mozart and Beethoven. Them niggas was recording music in the 1800s and 1700s. That was three centuries ago, four centuries ago. And I can't listen to music from 25 years ago? Is that what you're telling me? Like, I don't understand, like, I don't get that shit. You have, and it's always a thing when, it's I've, it's like, it's a specific set of people that constantly point out age differences. And it's, they're all in their 30s. <laughs> when a 50 and a 60 year old person do it, it's, it's a given. I can see that you're, you're a grandfather or a grandmother. Or you got salt and pepper hair. It's, it's a given that you're 40 years older than me. But then when you hear from niggas that's eight, nine, seven years older than you, and they constantly bring up an age, just like, what is your problem? Why do you feel so old? Dude, dude was 37 telling me he's old. 37 is old to you? 37 is old to you? 36 is old to you? How? I don't really start counting old until like 45 and up like that's old like or you know but niggas be 37 36 talking about i'm old what do you mean you're old you still a young dude your body really don't start slowing down till you like 40 40 when you're when you your your metabolism and, and all that shit really starts slowing down and your artery that's like the 40s that's when it like begins it's a fact these are not things i'm, I'm assuming these are facts that's when your body starts to like shut down and break down and everything slows down. Now in your 30s, you're not as young as you once were, but you're not as old as you think either. And like I said, it's just I've noticed these things from specifically 30 or 30 plus year 30 to 39 year olds. And it's just sickening how they think that they're the only people in the world that have experienced shit and watched movies and, you know. I can't I can't help when I was born. That ain't my fault. I can't, you know, I'm I'm sorry that I'm younger than you. I don't I don't know what you, what do you, what exactly you want from me. <laughs> but now let me shift the conversation a little bit. I've always said that I wished I could have been born a little bit earlier so I could experience the 90s like for real and not like as a kid. Like if I was born in like 75 like no, if I was seeing that's not even like the peak. If I I would have to be uh, born in like '71 to like experience the '80s, the the late '80s, New Jack Swing, and the '90s, rap and the '90s hip hop and all that, you know. And I always told myself, man, I wish I was born just a little bit earlier, like 20 years earlier, so I because that's my favorite time period, the late '80s and the '90s. I love that. Like I love New Jack Swing. That's my shit. I love that I love 80s pop I love 80s R&B I love 80s pop rock You get what I'm saying? I love 90s hip hop I love 90s sports I love 90s sitcoms Like these are, my, these are my things Those are my bops But then once again I know the people that are older now That were born in 71 and 70 They wish they were younger again Because I have grown up in a time period Where technology is king So now the people who are in their 40, you know, 48, 49 who have an Instagram, it's like in 20 years, you probably won't be here anymore. Hopefully you are, but you probably won't be here anymore. I'm in the golden era of technology right now. Technology is only going to get better. So that's the main, that's one of the major plus sides of being born after pretty much 1990. So 1990 and forward, we're in the prime of our lives when technology is king. Because Instagram is going to die out eventually. Instagram going to die out in probably three, four years. Facebook, you know, Facebook had been going since like 06, 05. It's going to die out in like four or five years eventually. You get what I'm saying? Like, so... Once the next thing comes around, we could be like, damn, we was in the golden era of social media. We witnessed LeBron James and Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry. Like we witnessed these things in our in our prime in our prime ages. You get what I'm saying? Floyd Mayweather. You know? Will Smith, Denzel. We witnessed them. Well, not Denzel so much, but we witnessed them in our prime ages. That's the one thing that the older people can't say they did. The things we the things we see now, they can't. Well, they seen it, too. It's just that they won't be here. They weren't in their prime ages. Let me say that. They weren't in their prime ages to appreciate those things. They were already old and washed and wishing they could twerk still, wishing they could twerk the Megan Thee Stallion and City Girls. Even though I don't really listen. I don't listen to that type of shit. But. Them older people wish they could twerk to that shit and move to that shit and rap to that shit. So that's one of the beauties of being born when I was born, because the things that I have now, the people that are older, they can't appreciate it because they're not that they're not in my age group. So as much as I say that I wish I was born just a little bit earlier so I could be experienced new jack swing. In the '90s, it's still a it's still a blessing to be born when I was to appreciate what I what I'm seeing now. Because I'd be sick if I was born in the '60s and '70s, and I'm and I'm 55 on Instagram right now. That's so lame. It's corn. It looks you look like a corn. So it's just a pl- it's a pleasure that I can say that and be like, yeah. I was around when Instagram took off. I was around when Instagram died. I was around when Snapchat died. I should definitely die. The niggas who still using that y'all, y'all really surprising me. When Instagram p- developed the stories, Snapchat died. Period. So, anyway, I'm getting off topic. Like I was I could say that I was around for these things. I was around to for Barack Obama and birdie Madoff off schemes. <laughs> I seen these things. I was able to see one of the worst presidents in history. Right right during my peak age, my peak years of living. So it is what it is, man. That's all I got to say on that age shit. I spent like fifteen minutes on that shit. But it's just something I've been it's been built up for some time now and I just never really remember to talk about it but it's just the the, the the latest experience i just had i just had to speak about it man and it pissed me off so much so it's summertime man it's july i'm leave y'all once i'm always leave y'all with a throwback that's what i does this is off the low down dirty shane shane Conservize Radio. What they do? It's your boy Rondo. Hey,
0: this is Jenny from J.A. Photography. It's
1: your boy Sifadon, Della. Yo, what's good, man? It's your boy City. And I want to give a shout-out to my man, 88. And you're now locked
0: in. And you're listening to the podcast.
1: And now tuned in. And you're now tuned in. the podcast about Nathan. To the podcast about Nathan. With the homie, 88 Coops. You heard? One and
0: only, 88. With your
1: boy, 88 Coops. Coops. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean.